So God, we just want to thank you that in you we have strength, in you we have hope, and we can learn how to fight our battles in your presence. And may we all be presence-centered people today. And God, as we look at your word right now, would you fill us with perseverance? And would you fill us with passion, Lord God, to pursue you more greatly in all aspects of our life? We ask this in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, good morning, Theo, and every single every single one of you who's watching and tuning in today. It's really great that you could be with us. And a special shout out to all of you mothers out there, uh, to everyone who's actually going above and beyond for their children and for the people that they influence and impact. But actually, today is not just about mothers. For me, today is a celebration for all women everywhere. Because in reality, regardless of our circumstances, we're all people that mother, nurture, that impact and influence the world around us. So maybe men, this is not an opportunity for you to tune out because it's not just directed to women. This is an opportunity for you to stop, pause and consider the great women that have surrounded your life, not just your mums, not just your daughters, not just your sisters, but people in all different spheres of influence that have blessed you, that have kept you, that have journeyed with you along the way. Why not take time to encourage them today? Why not take time to send them a message and actually say happy Mother's Day to every single person who's a mother in wider context. We celebrate women today. So as I said, this is not an opportunity for men to switch off because we're going to be spending some time looking at a woman in the Bible. She's called Mary Magdalene. She's an incredible woman a fearless leader. And actually her life can teach every single one of us, man and woman, what it looks like to pursue God with more zeal. That means passion and more of an emphasis in committing our life to God. So I'd like us to journey through four points today. And because I love a bit of alliteration, they all begin with R. So why don't you just join in on that with WhatsApp and why don't you feed some of your thoughts as we go. So we don't have time to look at Mary Magdalene's whole story, but you'll actually find it in all four Gospels. The Gospels are little books that are found in the Bible that are written by God's disciples, God's followers, Jesus' followers when he walked on earth. And so Mary Magdalene's um, story, if you like, is found in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Now, she's actually talked about 12 times. So she's a pretty important woman. And in fact, she's talked about way more than many of the other male disciples at that time. So that could maybe tell us something about who she is. So the four points are as follows. So Mary Magdalene was a woman who was rescued and redeemed. Earlier on in some of the Gospels, we see that actually she was a woman who was possessed. She was a woman that had evil spirits in her. And actually, the Bible goes as far as to say that there were seven demons that were in her. Until Jesus, the guy who came along to free us, to rescue us, to redeem us, restored Mary to full freedom. And he healed and delivered her from these seven demons that plagued her life. And this shows us something about the heart of Jesus. It shows us that God's son, Jesus, came for every single person in the world. He stands for equality. He loves and blesses and values and promotes women. And in what was then a male-dominated world, and dare I say, still today, sometimes we're still male-dominated, Jesus came to counterculturally cut across that and say to this woman to restore her life and to redeem her for all the things that she had gone through. So the first thing about Mary Magdalene for us to reflect on today was that she was a woman who was rescued and she was a woman who was redeemed. 
And maybe as a reaction to that, it leads us on to our second point. And the second point was that she was a woman who resourced. You see, out of the overflow of this incredible experience that she had through Jesus, she then wanted to resource his ministry. And the Bible talks about faithful women disciples. You see, it wasn't just about men. It talks about people like Mary Magdalene. It talks about women like Joanna and Susanna who followed Jesus' ministry. And throughout his time on earth, not only did they invest financially, but they also sowed and devoted their whole of their life, following Jesus as he provided miracles, following Jesus as he downloaded teaching, helping Jesus as he looked to spread about these the whole world, these values that you and I should live by and live for today. So she was a woman who resourced and took time to invest into the whole of the kingdom. She gave all she had. She was not a person of half measures and she modeled a life that was fully devoted to the purposes of Jesus. So, so far we're learning about Mary Magdalene that she's a woman who's rescued and redeemed and we too can be through what Jesus does for every single one of us and she's a woman who resources and so should we be even at this uncertain time and even at this time where we're maybe plagued by our own fears and maybe worried about our own certainties and our own finances and our own resources we should be people that look to invest and impact the story of Jesus and the good news that he has for every single one of us. The third point that perhaps we can learn from her life is that she's a woman who takes risks. As I said earlier on, she interrupts this male-dominated world and she stands up and she stands out for Jesus. And as Jesus was nearing the end of his life, many of us will know that Jesus actually died for us so that we could have a relationship with God. And while so many of the people were calling for Jesus to be crucified, she made a stand and she crowned Jesus as our King of Kings, our Lord of Lords. And while many of the other disciples were recorded to walk off at the moment that Jesus was crucified, she was one of the few that stayed. And as she watched her Lord, her Saviour, her Jesus die on that cross, she took a risk. She took a risk in her reputation. She took a risk in her gender. She took a risk of staying around when everyone else fled and there was genuine fear for their life. And she stood and she watched Jesus. And not only did she take risks in this male-dominated world and took risks as Jesus died, she then goes on as Jesus died to look to anoint his body. And as she approaches the tomb where she expects to find there that Jesus will be, that in itself being a risk in that day and age, and that in itself being a risk because everybody knew that Jesus was the Son of God, this is where the fourth point happens. Something incredible, something miraculous, and something that we can all hinge our hope on today happened. So we know that she's rescued and redeemed. We know that she resources. We know that she takes risks. But the fourth point is that she responds to the resurrection. Do you know the amazing thing for us to know as women today is that the first people that Jesus appeared to in the resurrection were women. Mary and some other women that were approaching Jesus to anoint his body found Jesus, the risen Lord, the guy who defeated death, just like how we just sang. That's how much Jesus cares and cherishes and values women. Today, regardless of your circumstances, women know that Jesus responded to you and that Jesus responds to you consistently just as much as he does men as well.
So Mary has this amazing, incredible encounter where she sees Jesus in the flesh. She sees that he's risen and Jesus appears first to women. And if you like, she's the first to report. She's the first carrier of the good news. It's a completion of the whole story of why Jesus came so that we could be in relationship with him, so that we could be forgiven. And like Mary, we could go from those places of feeling bound and having sin and making mistakes and feeling not free and then coming into complete freedom of God. And so she's the first woman, the first evangelist, the first carrier of the good news who goes to all the other disciples and reports the news that Jesus has risen. John 20 verse 8 says this, I have seen the Lord and that's her bold claim. And the church today, 2000 years later, is still celebrating and living in the resurrection of Jesus. We are called to be a people that respond to the resurrection. And in this uncertain time, we're called to be a people that live out a life that says Jesus is alive, Jesus is on the throne, and Jesus is with us always. So three points as I finish today that we can perhaps learn about the life of Mary Magdalene. Number one, be prepared. Come ready. You know, Mary was always prepared. She always came with an offering. She didn't just turn up out of habit. She didn't just turn up out of whim. She didn't bumble around. She thought in advance about what it looked like to meet and serve with Jesus. And we're called to do the same as his people. And maybe as we're journeying in relationship and we're trying to work out what all this faith thing is, we can be prepared to meet with God as well. You know, God wants to meet every single one of us. And through his son, Jesus, he wants to impact and change and love us and our world and the people that surround us. So number one, be prepared. Come ready with an offering for God today. Number two, be unstoppable. Mary Magdalene, despite all the barriers that were against women at that time, was consistently a woman that looked to breakthrough and was consistently a woman that looked to worship Jesus. She's this woman who's interrupting a male-dominated world, but she was willing to take risks and walk two risks and not away from them. And while everyone else decided to walk away, she was the one, one of the few that stood. She let, she let nothing stand in the way of her Jesus. And I guess the challenge for every single one of us is, do we? Are we unstoppable and are we unshakable when it comes to our faith? And finally, be wholly devoted. Hold nothing back. Because at the end of the day, church, to worship means to give worth. To worship means to give our offering to God. There are no half measures here. She's intent on giving Jesus the love. She did what she could and she did it to her full. Her worship was total. There's no reserves and she couldn't have done any better. So earlier on in the story of Mark's gospel, Jesus was one day asked what the most important command is. And he replies these words in Mark 12, verse 30. He says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind and with all of your strength. And if we're honest, that's a difficult thing for us to do right now in this moment of uncertainty and fear and worry. But it's a command. It's a command for every single one of us to do what we can to love God wholeheartedly, to love God being fully devoted, to love him with our soul, to love him with our heart, to love him with our mind and to love him with our strength. And we find this command lived out in Mary so brilliantly through her life. But the real question for us today is, does it live out in you and does it live out in me? So a question for some of us to reflect on as we go about our weeks right now is how can we model a life that is wholly devoted and holding nothing back for Jesus? Mary Magdalene is an incredible example of this. 
And may we too be that today, not just women who celebrate Mother's Day, but men, women, children and young people that can take a leaf out of her book and say, let's be those people that model a life that's wholly devoted and holding nothing back. Amen.